You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What's up, guys? Kels Charles and Megan here, and you are listening to Girls Talking Boys in partnership with SB Nation. As always, hello. Happy Friday, everybody. Um, last weekend was lame. This weekend, we have more to look forward to. We are pressing reset. We are facing the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on Monday night. And uh, since that is happening, we thought we would bring on somebody who is near and dear to our hearts here in Dallas, but is uh, taking Tampa Bay by storm with the Bucks. We have Brianna Dix. Hello. Hi. We're Bri. so happy to have you. Thank you. It is so good to hear your voices again. <laughs> miss you both. Is we it miss- is it kind of weird like talking Cowboys again since you just haven't been doing that for a hot minute? Yes. Well, and I'm like, what are the odds, you guys? Week one, season opener, and then wild card. Like when things started progressing and it was like Eagles, Cowboys, I was like, come on, come on, Dallas. But I, it is it is weird. Like this past week, just researching the season, looking at tape again of the Cowboys, it was like, this is just strange. And for the second time in my life, other than week one, I will not be rooting for them. And it feels weird. <laughs> That's well, totally weird for us too. We, we don't blame you for that one bit. Um Gosh, I just like these two teams are so different from that first meetup this year. Um, so I think we have a lot to uh, get into. Yes. We, yeah, we did not do our best. You guys kicked our booties and um, the, the things have changed since then. Right. Um, can you tell us a bit about like how the, the Bucks team has like evolved throughout the season? I know they like the South just kind of struggled a little bit in general. Right. Um, but yeah, give us give us the lay of the land over there. It has been definitely an interesting season, a lot of ups and downs. And I think for the Bucks, what has been one of the most frustrating things is they have yet to put together a complete game. You know, like four quarters, they had the game against the Bengals where you had your best half of football in the first half, followed up by your worst half of football where you had four turnovers and 11 plays. I mean, just insane. You had the game against the Seahawks. You would get on a rise. And then once again, the miscues, the missed opportunities, the issues in the red zone, short yardage. Our rushing attack has not been what many thought it would be, especially seeing how productive Leonard Fournette was in week one against the Cowboys on the edge, kind of, you know, exploiting the perimeter, making the Cowboys cornerbacks have to tackle in space. And I think that kind of started that blueprint of teams having that efficiency against Dallas. But 
I think those stats for the Bucks rushing attack are a little bit misleading just in the fact of the way that our games have been dictated. You know, we've been playing from behind, so we haven't been able to dial up the rushing attack. You're having to dial up a pass-heavy script. And I think it was like Tom Brady threw 40-plus passes in seven consecutive games. I mean, that's insane for any quarterback, much less a 45-year-old man under center. (laughs) So, you know, in just dialing up pressure, it's been trying to get – passes off quickly, kind of that dunk game off to like Ricky K. Doughton or Chris Godwin, you know, take taking advantage of taking advantages of those soft zones, but then they haven't really had success with the downfield passing attack for whatever reason. You know, guys have been in and out of the lineup. You know, Julio Jones has been injured. Russell Gage has been in and out of there. And he his connection with Mike Evans has just been off this season. But I think it was really encouraging especially heading into the playoffs, wanting to play your best football to have that connection with Mike Evans again, you know, hit those really, it was four go routes, but he Brady missed him on the first one, but to have that again, to have those touchdowns, to be able to open things up a little bit in the run game and play action, I think are all things that the bucks are going to be looking to do against the Cowboys, you know, starting fast, being able to dictate the flow of the game, sustaining drives and having positive yardage on first and second down, because really throughout the season, it's been the defense that has kept this team alive and in games for Tom Brady to have those late game, you know, heroics that we've had so many times. Yeah. I mean, you could say that about the Cowboys too, at the beginning of the season. And now it's kind of, the reverse. So it's been an interesting uh, juxtaposition from start to finish here. But um, I mean, gosh, we both have O-line problems. Yes. Um, <laughs> and we both have different problems at that. So um, tell me about how, like, he has a clutch gene, Tom Brady. So it's not, you know, it's not lost on me that this man can just fall back and like throw off a pass real quick. Right. Like he's, he's right. like that. But just how how big of a deal is that going into um, a, this wild card playoff game not to have your center? Right. I think it it is encouraging to see the bodies that the Bucks will be able to get back this week. You're going to have Tristan Wirfs. You're going to have Donovan Smith. Um, and I think that center is the question mark. And it's just been a revolving door along the line. You had Ryan Jensen go down. I think like two days into training camp, missed the entire year with that significant knee injury. Then you had Aaron Stinney go down. So you had Luke Gedeke starting at left guard. Then he gets injured. You had Nick Leverett come in, which I think he gave them a boost in the run game. So they went with Nick Leverett. And then you had Robert Hainsey starting at center. He got injured last week with the hamstring, but I think it is positive looking forward for him. He was a limited participant today. So um, I think hopefully he'll be able to go on Monday night. Um, And then Nick Leverett was his backup. And then he's dealing with a sore leg now. So, and then Ryan Jensen is kind of just progressing. They're taking it day by day. Todd Bowles did say today that he's a little bit behind what he, or hasn't really progressed any further than what he was last week. So interested to see how, how that pans out on Monday night. Yeah, I mean, you're going to have uh, D-Law coming in hot over there. So, um, yes, <laughs> yeah, you know, he loves him some Tom Brady. Um, 
for us though, we are getting Tyler Biotish back, who is our starting center. Um, you know, but still he had, a, he suffered a high ankle sprain. So, you know, he's not a hundred percent by any means. Um, and the line is just kind of a, moving around a little bit anyways, as it is. Um, but you know, you know, who's under center over there, uh, on the defensive side of the ball is Vita Vea. So tell me a little bit, bit about this man and how afraid I need to be of Dak ending up on the ground. <laughs> yes. He is an absolute bully. He is fantastic. And I think he's one of those players that has kind of set a different precedent for his position. I mean, nose tackles are typically just the guys that kind of two gap, they occupy gaps, they create opportunities for the defensive end, the rushers to get to the quarterback. But this man is an absolute bully inside. He's pushing the pocket. He's getting pressure on quarterbacks, um, has had a career high in sacks this season. And he they are a different team against the run when Vita Vea is in there. When you have Vita Vea in the middle next to Akeem Hicks, that's a very scary situation for anyone. And it really boosts the entire line and kind of frees things up for Todd Bowles to be able to dial up some of those creative packages. So I'm excited to see him be back. You know, he's been dealing with the calf injury, but he uh, should be go- good to go on Monday. So he- that will definitely create a boost for this Buccaneers defense. Yeah, I mean, and that's just fi- great to hear, I guess. Or, And I say that sarcastically um, because we have had a hard time getting Tony and Zeke going the last, couple, last few games. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems as though teams might have a little bit figured out kind of what they're doing you know we kind of hope to see at least on the fan side I know we're kind of hoping to see uh Tony get you know the bulk of those carries because right. you know, he just has the ability to break through if he keeps trying <laughs> like eventually it'll happen so yeah I'm, it is scary to go up against that line um no matter what but you know we'll see how uh those two fare up against each other or the those two sides of the ball fair up against each other there. But um, tell me about how uh, how the corners are, because we're going to if we're not able to get anything going on the ground, we're going to have to end up in the air. And we have C.D. Lamb over there. We have, uh, you know, maybe we'll get Gallup going. We have T.Y. Hilton. You know, we have no Brown, all that good stuff. So are those guys going to have, you know, how hard of a time are they going to have getting open for Dak Prescott? Right. Well, I'm it's we are definitely getting reinforcements back. Uh, Carlton Davis has missed time um, with that shoulder injury and he will be good to go. Todd Bowles confirmed that today. So that will definitely be a boost for us. And I think it kind of goes hand in hand with the pressure, with their ability to get in Dak Prescott's face for some of those errant throws. You know, I know it's been a down year for him in terms of those interceptions. So to try and force him to make those quick decisions, I think is going to be going to be pivotal and kind of who fools who in this game, you know? And I think a lot of those one-on-one matchups are going to be big, whether it's Carlton Davis on CD lamb, whether it's Jamel Dean, who have both had really, really positive seasons. And, you know, Jamel Dean is kind of that under the radar guy. That's one of the top five corners in the league in terms of his production, what he's allowed um he's just been absolutely locked down and then Carlton yes he may not have racked up a ton of interceptions he only has one this year but he's really stout in coverage you know he's really good at um jamming and blanketing receivers going up against those the top tier guys in the in, in the league 
So I'm excited to see, you know, what that looks like. And I know that during the week, the week one game, the Bucks defense was able to have a lot of success in kind of disguising and confusing, whether it was, you know, Mike, Mike Edwards kind of creeping up Devin, not knowing where Devin White's coming from and then crossing Levante David. I mean, there's so many moving pieces and it, okay, for the Cowboys, can they use those indicators? Can they figure out what the Bucks defense is doing? And then in contrast, the Cowboys kind of had a lot of success in the red zone defensively against the Bucks in week one. You know, they were dropping guys. They had Micah Parsons on the edge. And then that kind of forced Tom Brady to hold the ball a little bit longer. And then Mike is dropping him. So I think that's going to be one of the main things is, okay, who can – use the indicators, make the defense tip their hands and who can win the battle in the trenches. Oof. I'm a little, I'm just, I'm just so worried about this game. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, <laughs> talk about boogeymen in our, in the league to the Cowboys. It's, it's Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers for sure. So right. that's a bit scary. And you know, when he has um, weapons like Godwin and um, why am I forgetting his name right now? Mike Evans. Mike Evans. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, but when he has weapons like that, just like the air game is just really um, intimidating, especially when you have a unproven um, cornerback too, who's like yeah. had a little bit of success. Um, and then, you know, sometimes Trayvon can like get lost in space. So right. um, what, what do you, uh, what do you have to tell us about those guys and how that, uh, that attack works? Right. Well, Going into the playoffs, I feel like we're certainly in a better position just in the fact of having some of those encouraging things come up, having the presence of the downfield attack again, getting more turnovers defensively for us. The Cowboys obviously did not have the same fate against the Commanders, um, was absolutely one of the worst games the Cowboys I think have ever put on tape. But I mean, at this point in time, it's a new slate. And I think it will be predicated on how this offensive line does, right? Like everything comes off of that. Okay, if they're able to provide Brady enough time to take those shots downfield, they're able to get push in the run game like they did in week one, creating those seams for Leonard Fournette, creating those seams for Rashad White, who has that shiftiness in space, has that burst. And then you have, Chris Godwin, who, like we've mentioned, just takes those physical hits over the middle, middle, the yards after catch, the making those contested grabs, working in tight space. You know, when guys don't challenge at the line, he's able to exploit that space, exploit that cushion. And then you have Mike Evans, you have Julio Jones, which Julio Jones is back. He's been a full participant. Um, and I think a lot of people, since he's been in and out of the lineup, kind of forget about the absolutely prolific career he's had um and you've seen spurts of that speed that that is still there so I think you know you it's kind of pick your poison and then you've got Mike Evans who with his size creates mismatches he's I mean him high pointing the football like nobody has any chance you know it's absolutely a cheat code on that back shoulder fade it's one of Brady's favorites um, so I'm, I'm just excited to see what this game can look like and what the bucks can look like with a lot of these pieces back at full strength, but also can they play a complimentary game? Can they play for full quarters 
not leaving their defense out to dry and can they sustain drives and actually score when they're in the red zone, which they weren't able to do against Dallas in week one. Vacations can be tricky. You already know how to book flights and hotels, but now the only thing you're missing is, you know, the actual travel experience. Because is it really a vacation if you're just sitting around like you would at home? You need a tool to get the most out of your time away. That's where Viator steps in. You can book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge... That takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's insight assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a... 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Um, who do you think uh, Tom Brady's like target is if you are able to manipulate that line and he has to toss it up really fast? Obviously, there's a play in motion, but who do you, who do you think he like really focuses on when he is in I those would, situations? If he's if he's certainly having to get it out fast, definitely Chris Godwin. But you have seen some emerges of Russell Gage. You know he's bending up a little bit but when he's been in there he's also been kind of that guy that's been able to exploit the middle of the field on those short to intermediate routes um when guys aren't challenging and kind of leaves the middle of the field exposed guys are back in cover two they're able to work the middle of the field in the same way that Kate Otten has done as well um he hasn't been as great in the past couple of games but Overall, throughout the season, he's been a big, a big boost for the offense and kind of a guy that Brady's that's garnering the trust of Brady, which is no easy feat in your rookie year. Uh, you still have kind of some ears to the ground here in Dallas, but obviously your focus is in Tampa Bay. Um, over here in Dallas, I feel like the overwhelming narrative is, well, the Bucks aren't very good. Like we're statistically better on paper. Um, and it makes me think to myself, well, we're not playing on paper. That doesn't really matter. Um, what do you, what do you think the vibe is? You know, obviously the Cowboys are favored. 
the vibe in the locker room, how are these guys going into this game? And do you really think that, you know, do you buy into the Bucks are not that good narrative that's being sold over here? <laughs> it it may sound cliche, but when you have number 12 walking onto that field, that changes everything. People that stirs up belief and this team does have confidence they do believe in themselves and yeah this season hasn't exactly gone the way that everybody thought it would but it is a new slate and I loved uh inside linebacker Levante David who's one of you know the biggest leaders on the Bucks defense said uh, a couple of days ago behind the podium that he went in into the meeting room and on the whiteboard wrote it's a new season and at this point in time like everything is flushed away. Like nothing matters. Your record doesn't matter. Yes, we finished eight and nine losing season. The Cowboys were 12 and five. They have a much better record. But at the same time, like they had a terrible game against the commanders. So it's who's the best that day? Who is the best on Monday night is going to win? Who has the better game plan? Who's better in the trenches? Who is being set fundamentally sound in their job and what they're supposed to do. That's the team that's going to win. And so I think a lot of what has happened in the past is irrelevant, whether they were 12 and five or not, if they don't show up to play or don't play their best on Monday night in playoffs, when a lot of the Bucks healthy pieces are coming back, then they're not going to come out with a victory. So honestly, I think that doesn't really mean all that much. And it's more of looking to the future and seeing the people that you have in that huddle on Monday and how things go. Yeah. I think that's a, that's a great perspective for that team to have. Um, I hope, you know, the Cowboys are getting that kind of hype around them too. Um, <laughs> we shall see. Um, if you had to make a prediction for this matchup on Monday night, um, Vegas be darned, who are you picking? And, uh, Give me like a, maybe you don't have to give me like a full score, like maybe differential or whatever have you. I am going to go with the Bucks. Um, I, oh, score. Hmm. <laughs> Ooh, that's a tough one. I'm going to go Bucks 27-21. So you think they'll like, Get some uh, good touchdowns in there. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. No I think that's actually going to happen, but I would like to think that could happen. Of course. I, I think it's always funny. I don't know why every week we do it. I think it's fun to look back on after the year is over and just like how off we were and or how on point we were. Um, scores are so unpredictable just in general. Like it, no one predicted that a commander score last week. So there's that. Yeah, um, <laughs> but I mean, I'll, I'll say this to the Cowboys fans listening. Um, if you if you look at last year, you know, going in after a uh, decisive victory, uh, fifty six points were put up, and then you know they weren't able to turn on their offense in the off season. I don't think necessarily the last game is a deciding factor for the boys. I hope that uh, more than anything, I hope that they uh, get a little confidence back in this. Uh, the break that they've had, they they have some guys coming back. So that's super exciting. Um, but, you know, I just want you guys to know, I, this, I brought Bree on here to keep it real with you guys because I keep hearing <laughs> how we wanted to have the Bucks. They're the best option. They're the best road to get the, to the Super Bowl. And I, you know what? 
I've been against this the whole time. <laughs> right. I mean, yeah. I just think when you have the guys that the Bucks have in their locker room, yes, this season didn't has been up and down and the score reflects that the overall record, but at the same time, the talent they have, this coaching staff that brought this team to a Super Bowl, you some of those figures aren't here. You don't have Rob Gronkowski. You don't have Antonio Brown. You don't have a lot of these pieces that helped them get there, but you do have Tom Brady. You do have Mike Evans. You have Chris Godwin. You have Levante David. You have Devin White. You have Vita Vea. You have all of these guys. And so yeah. I'm excited to see what that can look like in a playoff atmosphere in a winner go home situation with that urgency. I am also excited to see it and scared. <laughs> I know. I feel like I'm going to be like hyperventilating in the press box on Monday. Uh, is there ever like a little bit, obviously you want Tampa Bay to win, of course. Like, why would you not? There's absolutely no reason for you not. But like when the Cowboys do good things, do you get a little bit of excited? Like a little bit? Um, I will, I will say it's weird. Like I, I still remember a week one sitting in AT&T stadium and I don't even remember like how far into it the game was. But Dak got sacked. And I remember it was the oddest feeling because, like, when it happened, I immediately, like, smiled and was like, yes. But then, like, immediately it was like my heart sank because it was like for the first time I was actually, like, excited and, like, rooting against the Cowboys, which I had never done in my life. Um, and it's hard, the person that Dak Prescott is, it's hard to ever root for someone like that. Um, the person he is and the character that he has. And so it was the strangest feeling. And I know it's going to be the same on, on Monday, I'm going to be wanting much more of those sacks and turnovers. And, and yes, it's weird to see cowboy players on the ground and me like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I totally understand that there's a, Definitely. We still love you over here. So, you know, there's no hate, no shade to that question. Just, yeah. just curious. Um, but I feel like you've, you've had a lot of really fun opportunities this season with the Bucks. Um, can you tell us a little bit, like, what was your, what was your highlight of the year? Um, and like some of your favorite projects that you got to do? Cause I feel like you got like pretty good one-on-ones with some guys. Yeah. Um, I would say that was probably my favorite. Um, I started a, behind the Buccaneers series where I would do a long form feature on a specific player, like telling their story. And a lot of them, I didn't kind of know exactly what it would look like or when it would happen. I just kind of had these ideas in my head that materialized and that I knew that I wanted to follow up on. So my, the first one that I did was a, or at least I think it was my first one. <laughs> But it was the Father's Day piece I did on Levante David. And he's lost um, both of his parents to cancer. And then he had a newborn baby girl. Um, him and his wife had their first baby. And so I did kind of that aspect. Um, so I think those stories have been really, really meaningful for me. Because I think so often we're all so quick to analyze and criticize. And it's like, you know, these guys are people they're human beings they have struggles they're 
husbands, their fathers, their brothers, their uncles. And I think so many times people just see them on the field as a number and entertainment. And it's, and it's a shame because they're incredible people. And so spotlighting that was really great. And one of the reasons why I've wanted to do what I do and I'm passionate about what I do, because I feel like those are the stories that really, they inspire and they motivate and they resonate with people and they evoke emotion. And so that one, and then the piece I did on Devin White was certainly one of the hardest things I've ever done that I've ever written, ever will write. Um, And that one was kind of weird. I was actually researching Levante's story for Father's Day and I came across Devin's 360 video and I remember watching it and I was stunned and I was like sobbing at the same time because I had no idea what he had been through um in at the same age I was like when I lost my sister um and he lost his brother And there were just a lot of very odd similarities, which at first I really didn't even learn all of them until I did the sit down with him. Um, And that one, my, you know, co-writer encouraged me to like put my story in there as well and kind of integrate the two, but just the work that he does for foster children um, in the Tampa Bay area is, is really, really cool. So those, those stories were definitely some of my favorites that I, that I did this year. I mean, I'll always have a soft spot for Devin White because he was an LSU Tiger, so I get it. (laughs) (laughs) That he was. Yes. Um, Well, where can everyone find all these uh, awesome things that you're up to? Uh, So I am on Twitter at Brianna Dix NFL uh, and then on the Buccaneers.com. You can go on the news tab and then Brianna's Blitz. Those are all my articles. The behind the Buccaneers tab has all those long form features. And then really just the main page, like a ton of my articles are on there. Um, And then I'm on, you know, Instagram, Brianna M. Dix. Um, So yeah, it's been, it's been a blast. It's been a whirlwind. You're crushing it. We're very proud of you. Um, Be sure to check out all of Brianna's stuff she's a hometown kid so um we love to see we love to see the DFW guys win (laughs) yeah oh yeah yeah. always I'm I'm very excited to see get to see a lot of people on Monday that's one of the reasons why like I wanted it to be Dallas so bad it's because I was like I want to see everybody (laughs) yeah I'm jealous I wish I was going um but Be sure to follow Bree and uh, see what the Bucks are up to. We'll get a little behind the veil of uh, what's to come on Monday. Um, Kelsey had to uh, drop out because her Wi-Fi sucks. So uh, <laughs> if you missed her voice, that's why. Um, but I got to hang out with Bree and I loved every minute of it. Um, but you can follow me at Meg Murray with four R's on Instagram and Twitter. Um, and you can get all the Cowboys content every single day. Um, by going to bloggingtheboys.com. You can also listen to us talk about the Cowboys um, anywhere you listen to podcasts, Blogging the Boys. The channel has something every single day for you to listen to. Um, rate, review, and subscribe. And uh, tell Kelsey to get better Wi-Fi. Um, <laughs> but, you know, guys, I have to leave you with some very important words that I leave you with every single week, but it never gets old. And that is Dallas forever, Philly for never birds are not real and uh go cowboys
more to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.